Hey, Armin here. Welcome to the NSP Nutrition Show. We cover training, nutrition, supplementation strategies, and a whole lot more. So stand by. Welcome to the NSP Nutrition Show. I'm Armin Eckelbarger. Hey, I'm Frank Mills. Welcome to the show. Whether you're watching or listening, we appreciate that you are doing so. And uh, Armin's got a great show lined up for you today. We're going to be talking about the benefits of collagen. And this is a pretty interesting subject, so I'm, I'm looking forward to that. And in the second half of the show, we'll be getting into more fan questions, and we've got some good ones today. So stand by for that. All right. So Armin, the benefits of collagen hmm, sounds interesting. My first thought was how important is it that we take collagen? Yeah, that's a pretty good question. Um, what's well, important for a lot of reasons, and we're going to get into that as well. Okay. I was actually surprised by the research I, I learned on it too. So it should be good, good information for everybody. Okay. So why don't we start with just what is collagen? Because a lot of people probably don't know. Yeah, good point. All right. So it's a, it's a protein in the body. Now there's different types of collagens. Uh, so, and they're affecting in many body parts. So including you have collagen for hair, you have collagen for skin, bones, ligaments, mm -hmm. tendons, cartilage, blood vessels, uh, and, um, and the intestines. So you got, it's involved with a lot of the body. And okay. so that's why it's important to understand if it's, de if it's decreasing and it's not, you know, your body's not making enough of it, what some of the impacts are. Okay. So, okay. So what exactly does collagen <laughs> do for your body? Because, you know, a lot of people are probably wondering that as well. Yeah, if you're not familiar with it, um, it's one of the most abundant proteins in the body. Hmm. Um, okay. So it's it's like a fiber-like structure, and it's used to make connective tissue. So that's okay. another purpose of it. And you know, like the name implies, it's the type of tissue that connects other tissues. So it makes it nice and sticky. And it's a major component of bone, the muscles, hmm. uh, tendons, and cartilage, like we mentioned before. So you know, there's a lot to it. So you said fiber-like. I'm curious uh, exactly what is collagen made of? So it's actually a pretty simple structure, but it's three key amino acids that make it mm -hmm. up. You have glycine, you have proline, and you have hydroxyproline. Those are the three amino acids that form collagen uh, based on the research I've, I've done. So, I mean, it's not, not a lot involved, but um, uh, that's, that's the key components to it. So if collagen is a protein, can, can I assume that there are certain foods that are protein that have higher protein or are there certain foods that have higher collagen, I guess, is what I'm asking? Well, I mean, basically, yes, for both answers. I mean, uh -huh. protein rich foods like, you know, meat, eggs, fish, seafood, beans, uh, and dairy all supply a good amount of collagen to your body, which is good news because that means you're getting some uh, okay. because they have the, the range of amino acids like we talked about that are needed to help okay. the body make collagen. So again, you need those three key amino acids that we mentioned before. So, okay. Okay. So, um, 
since now we understand more about collagen, okay, and we know what it is, what are actually the benefits of taking it? Because if we're getting it, eating it, yeah, that's why I was going to ask that. Uh, yes, what are the benefits if you supplement? So, and we're going to talk about uh, other components of the supplementation, but um, mm -hmm. you know, the the studies are showing that daily supplement collagen supplementing of collagen uh, can help with your bones keeping them denser so you, you don't lose that bone density the bone the bone mass okay and then slowing the aging process which we've talked on mm. about some of the benefits of that because uh, you know the bones if they're if they age they're gonna become brittle and that's not going to help because you're more subject to fractures uh, and it also just helps your body to produce new bones so that's another key thing that it, it's a benefit Mm -hmm. uh, it's also shown to help increase muscle, which everybody's looking for that. I think that we're talking to, mm -hmm. uh, prevent bone loss. And also another thing that they've also seen from it, it does help release some joint pain, which that's mm. a benefit too. Okay. Now the oral collagen supplements, uh, you know, have been shown to really improve the skin hydration and mm -hmm. the elasticity of older people. So they've been noticing this since they've been researching it. So this, there are some things that there's some studies that feel like it may help lessen the wrinkles as well. So, you know, when you're wanting to keep the skin from, as we age, what happens? It gets thinner okay? because it, you're losing collagen over time. And so the more you keep collagen in your system, the less you see your skin thin out. And uh, you, you notice that with people as they get older, because they are making less. And so that's, that's another key reason why you want to supplement. Hmm. Okay. Well, that, that all sounds good. Uh, I, I guess my next question I'm kind of curious about is, is, is there a certain age you should start taking it? Uh, is there an age range or does it depend on the person? Well, yeah, there's going to be, there's different um, suggestions, so to speak, as far as mm -hmm. when you should start taking it. But um, technically you can begin, you know, as early as you're 20 to 25 years of age. Oh, wow. Okay. And that's more of a preventative because uh, you always, if you keep playing college in your system, then you're not going to be having, you're not going to lose much of it. So okay. that'd be more of a preventative. But then as you're aging, as you see your skin getting thinner, which, you know, I've kind of noticed that myself, then that's also a good time to start taking collagen because, you know, obviously your body's not making enough of it. So supplementing can help that. Now, mm -hmm. obviously, if you start young, you know, you're going to slow down depletion of it, which is, um, you know, which is going to be the key thing to do there. So in a lot of regards, what they're saying is the better you start it to keep your college levels consistent, the better you're going to be. But again, these are just different um, suggestions that are out there regarding a college and supplementation. Okay. Okay. Um, how often should you take these supplements? So, you know, you can because your body's using you know the stuff all the time you can use mm -hmm. it you can take it every day oh okay and, and as you if you're taking daily college and the other thing is going to depend on is your budget because you know it's, it's not super expensive but it's not you know cheap so you know if you're going to be taking it every day you got to make that part of your grocery bill gotcha. so to speak, as you're budgeting it uh, but also remember you know when you're eating food you're getting good sources of collagen so you want to kind of experiment a little bit with uh the dosages and there's a lot of ranges on those, which we'll be getting into as we, as we continue. So. Okay. When should somebody take collagen? Uh, yeah. Armin, I mean, is there a timetable that, that maybe they should focus on? 
Well, there's, there's a, again, this is known as a couple of different opinions. So, okay. you know, you kind of just experiment with yourself. And one opinion is you should take it in the morning on empty stomach. Uh, so, okay. you know, getting your system, you get those amino acids breaking down. Uh, the other is to take it at night. Um, and this is what I do. I take it before I go to bed. So okay. now the reason for that is, you know, what I was reading is, you know, it is high in glycine. And glycine is good to help with sleep. So oh. to me, it's like, okay, I'm, you know, I'm still working on my sleep to get it better. So I'm like, I'm going to take the collagen before I go to bed and then see if it improves my sleep. And I have noticed a little bit of difference. I mean, this is nothing that's going to be, you know, shocking or overnight or anything like that. It, everything can be very subtle hmm. <laughs> when, when okay. you're taking this. So, um, but I can't, you know, I'm not going to say here one's better than the other. I'm just, I'm going that route. My wife actually does hers in the morning first thing, you know, so I'm, you go figure. Everything right. I do, she's going to do the opposite. <laughs> <laughs> well, on on your dosage, is there a certain amount that you should take? How much should you take? Yeah, that's a, that's another moving target here. Oh, okay. When you start okay. looking that up, so you know some of the studies are recommending between two point five to fifteen grams of collagen, which is a you know daily, which is a pretty broad range there to get the health benefits. Okay. And then you got other recommendations and they're recommending 20 to 40 grams oh. uh, per day. Okay. Now, that, that, that seems like a lot to me. So uh, I don't know. I mean, here's the thing. Meat typically contains two to three grams. So when you're eating meat, you're going to get those three key amino acids that we're talking about right, uh, right. per serving. So another reason to kind of keep your protein intake uh, more consistent and high so you, you're getting the best of both worlds. You're getting the, the amino acids to help make muscle tissue, but also help you to create collagen for keeping the skin and other components of the body functioning at a high level. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting. Now, it just on a side note here, if, if you take too much collagen, any side effects or any kind of health problems if you do that? Uh, they have, they've said no at this point. So, okay. um, I mean, obviously your body knows what to do with it. You know, I'm sure with anything, if you take way too much, uh, there are probably something that's going to pop right. up, but it, <laughs> they, they haven't right. seen anything. I mean, you're talking 40 grams of collagen. That's, that's, that's a, lot. a lot. So yeah. Yeah, you know, obviously lot. they've shown the studies that that's still okay. So I, I really, you know, really doubt you're going to be overdosing when you're taking collagen, I mean, unless you're taking the whole container of it, right, if you're right. supplementing it. You'd yeah, have to take a lot. Stuff. Right. Uh, okay. Okay. Well, yeah. you mentioned taking collagen and this is the NSP <laughs> nutrition show. So I yeah. assume that you're talking about NSP collagen complete. Yeah, absolutely. Correct. Um, so with that product, I have it right here, actually, you know, see if, oh. we can, uh, see if I can get it to the screen. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. College, yeah. college are complete. So I just started taking it. So I've been experimenting with it because you know that's that's what I do. I was right. experiment with everything that's out there, but it's a new product NSP brought on. Mm -hmm. And so one serving of this, which is three capsules, contains fifteen hundred milligrams, uh, which is one point five grams of collagen. But the nice thing with the formulation is it contains you know five different sources of collagen. Okay. So you have beef collagen. You've got chicken collagen. You have marine collagen, eggs which have collagen, et cetera. And so I just take the, the three capsules before bed, like I mentioned uh, above before. Have you slept better because of it? Have, yeah, I'm just curious. 
Um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm experimenting with my sleep, so I don't think it's hurt me any, but I wouldn't mm -hmm. say it's been, uh, I wouldn't say it's been huge, uh, on that, but at the okay. same time, you know, I, yeah, I'm not taking a huge amount. I'm just taking right. 1500 milligrams. So, you know, you could double up on it and take six capsules. Mm -hmm. Again, this is, this is a budgetary decision. Right. So <laughs> I, I'm right. just playing with the recommended dose to right. see how, how I, how it affects me. Gotcha. My wife seems to like how it works for her. Hmm. Um, okay. So, and again, you know, placebo is also another factor that comes into play with all these different things you do. But at the end of the day, and the science is showing that it is good to have as much as you can you know, to keep a, a good amount of it coming in your system daily. So you keep it replenished. Gotcha. Well, a lot of great information on collagen <laughs> and everybody should check out the NSP uh you know gosh it's right there on the website so hmm, yeah. try it out yeah. okay well armin we're running out of time what do you have for us to wrap up so i would just say that if you're eating a lot of protein then you're you're getting collagen which is great and so a lot of people don't realize that but they are mm -hmm. uh, so don't don't feel like you need to supplement a ton okay it's just um kind of experiment with it again you know anything you can do in moderation can go a long way because it's also yeah. you know it's ex you know you, you have a budget you're dealing with when you're trying to supplement with stuff so i would just say start with a normal dosage and then see how it's working you can always experiment with more obviously mm -hmm. um but when you're buying it you got to look at the sources of where the collagen's coming from okay so you make sure you're getting a mix of the different types mentioned because that's mm -hmm. what they've shown is you want that whole mix you know right you know the right. marine marine collagen the chicken collagen etc um and finally you know many of the studies are that are suggesting that you know, if you're able to notice we see improvements uh which would be in the skin elasticity the skin kind of tightening up and hydration and the skin density it's going to take about six to twelve weeks to before you're going to notice that. So mm -hmm. a good thing to do there would be take a picture, you know, kind of close up of the upper body and lower body, maybe two different pictures. And then, you know, six to 12 weeks later, maybe do six weeks, see if you notice much. And then 12 weeks later, see if you notice much. Take some pictures and then see how, how you feel like your supplementation may be working. Interesting. Um, okay. Uh, keep that well, in mind when you're supplementing. Uh, that's, that's, that's good stuff. So, Hey, everyone, uh, if, uh, this applies to you. You could check out nspnutrition.com and get your collagen supplementation here yeah. uh, on the website. So Armin, a lot of great information. Thanks so much. Uh, we'll take yeah. a quick break. Armin and I will be right back. Stand by for a quick word from NSP Nutrition. NSP Nutrition was founded by Vince Gironda during bodybuilding's golden era. Vince wanted to supply his members with unique and nationally sourced supplements that would help accelerate their progress. NSP Nutrition stocks some of the same products it did when it first began in 1972. And you can discover our entire range of supplements and products at nspnutrition.com. Just use the code NSPSHOW at the checkout and save 10% on your first order. Hey, and welcome back to the NSP Nutrition Show. I'm Armin Eckelbarger. I'm Frank Mills, and we appreciate you uh, watching or listening, whatever you're doing. And before we start into the fan questions, everybody make sure you check out nspnutrition.com. We've got uh, a lot of great pricing for the holidays, so get your yeah. 
new supplements for yourself, for your friend, for your significant other, whatever. Hey, yeah. in, introduce them to some high quality, all natural supplements. All right. That being said, Armin, um, fan questions. Are you ready? Uh, as far as I know. Okay. We'll see how this goes. okay. All right. Uh, we got a question on YouTube. Uh, Armin, how many sets and reps per body part in full body workout, three days a week workout? Uh, that's a good question. I mean, there's a lot of variables there. Mm-hmm. So most of it's going to depend on your time. I don't like to train more than, you know, 45 minutes. So, right, right. you know, for me, that would entail, you know, to hit the whole body, which is also another challenge, so to speak, that depending on, you know, your development and stuff and how you are developing. Um, I like to do about 11 or 12 exercises is what I would use in a full body routine. Mm-hmm. And so the rep schemes are going to kind of vary. Like, again, the legs, I like to do the 12 to 20 rep scheme. Mm-hmm. back i like to do the 8 to 12 rep scheme and i like to put a failure on all these and then for everything else upper body outside the back is 6 to, to uh, 10 reps and you can go 12 if you want but uh, i like 6 to 10 for like the chest the shoulders and the arms because i just feel like with maximum weight uh, because of where it's located you can fatigue that muscle pretty pretty well at that rep scheme mm-hmm. so as far as set i would probably experiment to make sure i'm staying within that 45 minute uh, window so i would probably start out with two sets and then as you get more conditioned and you can take really short rest periods you maybe see if you can get three sets in and see to see how you respond so right that would right. be the approach i would take again just focusing on getting as much work done or as much volume done in that 45 minute window the key is with a full body workout is getting enough to impact each of those muscle groups thoroughly. And that's where the challenge usually becomes. Interesting. Okay. Well, uh, that's one question. Um, another one from Marty. Marty says, uh, Armin, a couple of years ago, I started drinking energy drinks and mm. have one before my workout. And I have felt it had helped me quite a bit. Yeah, they can. However, recently I found out that a couple of the energy drinks of the energy drinks I've been drinking aren't very good for me. I wasn't very educated on what to look out for. Mm-hmm. Um, and he mentions a couple of brands that I won't mention because <laughs> we don't want to okay. get in trouble. But uh, yeah. he said, "Can you recommend?" some energy drinks first of all armin do you use energy drinks and secondly if you do can you recommend some to me that will not be bad for me is what he's asking yeah i mean i've experimented with a lot of them uh you know what i look for is different chemicals i don't want to have in the energy drink but for me number one energy drink which is real simple is coffee there you go the other one's espresso. I like. I really like espresso, okay. you know, especially right before. But if you want to do like a, a canned energy drink, mm-hmm. uh, I think Celsius has one of the better uh, combinations of the B vitamins, and it's 200 milligrams of caffeine, mm-hmm. so you're not going over the top. Um, so I, I kind of like that that one. If I'm going to buy one, I'm going to have it before I train. I feel like that works mm-hmm. pretty good for, good for me. Um, and there's 
you know, the thing I'm looking for is I don't want to have aspartame as part of my energy drink. So when the, mm -hmm. these drinks that have that, I avoid those. So I'm looking for sucralose or one of the other uh, stevia, those type of sweeteners mm -hmm. uh, for energy drink for me, because I don't want to eat sugar right, in my energy right. drink. So, because a lot of them have that and I don't feel that's good before you train because you got insulin mm -hmm. cranking up, um, which is, you know, looking to, it's going to get in the way the receptor sites itself when your other hormones kick in and start to start doing their thing. So and again, that's just my viewpoint on it. So, okay. You know, ho hopefully that helps. Okay. Um, next question is from John, John Panozo. He, he, he's commented quite a bit and John, we, we thank you for all your comments mm -hmm. and questions. Uh, this is a while back. He said, Armin, in one of the videos that you had, you said a couple times that some of the ingested protein is converted to gluto to glucose. Yeah. I understood that glucogenesis only occurred when the body needed glucose because glycogen <laughs> stores of the liver and muscular were empty. Uh, so he was kind of curious if those comments were along the same line, if, if he's on the right track, um, he felt it was much easier for the body to convert glycogen into glucose than it is to convert protein into glucose. What do you think? Well, based on uh, Dr. Gabriel Lyon, L-Y-O-N, mm -hmm. uh, she says, which she's a very good knowledgeable source, that 50 to 60% of the glucose you ingest, irregardless, is going to, or not glucose, but protein that you ingest, will 50 to 60% of it will convert to glucose. Hmm. And that's why I made that statement, which is, you know, pretty shocking type of statement. Right. But you right. Know, as you break down the amino acids, the body's, you know, the body can only use so much protein as it breaks down. So as it's doing that, it's going to take what excess there is and stores as glycogen. Uh, the amino acids convert to glucose. So neogluconeogenesis can happen a lot of different ways. It can also happen from not having enough protein. And, you know, if you're doing a high carb diet and you run out of glucose, then protein will be created by breaking down muscle to create glucose. That's another reason. That's another, that's what typically happens with neogluconeogenesis from what I understand. Okay. And this could be a, you know, this could be a really debatable thing. Um, but I also, don't disagree with Dr. Gabriel Lyon about um, the, the conversion of it. <clears throat> right, if you look at right. what Vince, if you look how Vince trained back in the day, he was having hardly any carbohydrates, period. And he was getting lean and still keeping muscle on. So his energy had to come from the protein being converted to glucose. So they do say carbohydrates, spares, protein kind of thing. Uh, but, you know, how much though? So there's a question. And then when you're breaking down excess protein, you don't really store protein per se. So what you're at the store is the amino acids, but there's too many of them. The, the body has a process of converting it to glucose to store it that way. So this is probably a, a good debatable one, but that's, that's your, you know, I'm standing by my understanding is if I'm going to eat protein, a chunk of it's going to be converted to glucose at some point as I'm digesting it. So, gotcha. All right, John. Uh, well, Hey, I, I thought that one might sidetrack Armin. Armin's all over that. So uh, it's really good, Armin. Uh, great job. Uh, we got two questions that are kind of similar. So I'm going to put them together. One is from Andy Shelton. And Andy says, um, 
excuse me, not Andy Shelton. You got to be a freak is his handle on YouTube. Uh, He asked if we're going to talk more about the hormone precursor diet. And I, I don't think we did a show on that yet. Right. Uh, well, yeah, we did do, we did do something on that. We, we covered the, uh, yeah, I did it. Well, it wasn't a complete show. It was just yeah, but we segment. talked about it. Was it, right? the, it was probably the nutrition segment that we did in one of the shows. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. And the other question is, uh, from Michael, Michael's okay. in Maine and that's all Michael in Maine. Okay. Michael, uh, says, you know, holiday season, he gets a lot of like Hickory Farms. Uh, He gets like a lot of that kind of stuff. And he watched the show that we had on processed food that you had brought up some comments about processed food. Yeah, meats as well, yeah. Right. So, So Michael is like, I thought that Boar's Head and, and all these brands out there were meat is meat. And I didn't understand processed food and how to determine. So do you have a rule of thumb on how you determine what is or what is not processed food? Because with the marketing, they fool me and I end up eating it. <laughs> well, so, I, was in this, I was in the same bucket as himself. I mean, I, I thought, well, it meets meat. But, uh, you know, here's the thing. If it comes in a box or bag or has a barcode, Probably not going to be too good for you. So kind of <laughs> go with that. Okay. Okay. So uh, when you start understanding how they make this boar's head and these other companies that are so high quality, make mm-hmm. these meats, you're not going to be real, real excited about learning about meat glue, nitrates, nitrates, you know, nitrites, nitrates. You got all these other things right. that are added in there. It's just not good for you. So, right. I mean, if you had to eat it in, a, in an emergency one time, you know, like, okay, probably no big deal. But the thing is, is everybody's eating it every day or every other day or multiple times a week and sometimes two times a day. So the point of the matter is it's not good quality food. So if you want to get the best return for your hard work, eat good quality food and you'll get better results. And that's not a events breached. You know, use real food. Don't be eating all the crap. Right. Kind right. of a no-brainer, but yeah. Hopefully well, that uh, gives him some ideas. Don't eat that. <laughs> well, you know, a lot of people are, you, you got a friend of mine asked me the other day, he goes, you know, why are so many people getting cancer and dying uh, of cancer? And, and I, uh, I said, it's, it's what we're eating. I mean, if you eat things with chemicals in it, what do you think that does to your body? I, I mean... Uh, well, that's one one reason it's happening. The other is, you know, cancer is caused from, you know, cells that are senescent or they're not performing well or cells that are, you know, slowly dying. Uh, but then one of them starts to replicate and then it's a damaged cell that's replicating and that's what starts causing the, the cancer. So that's mm-hmm. my understanding of it. So, you know, fasting, in my opinion, and based on what I've read, can be a really good help to help clear out those underperforming cells because when you fast the body cannibalizes those cells mm-hmm. and also fasting can help generate stem cells so i think staying away from processed food and and stuff that's man-made as much as possible and then doing some fasting i think that's a you know that's what i'm doing 
doesn't mean I won't get cancer, but I right, feel like I'm, right. I'm moving in a direction to minimize the possibility of getting it. So that's how right. I would approach it. And that's so. what, I mean, that's the object of the show is to help you stay Man. as healthy and be in shape and educate as much as we can. And, and Armin, another great show. Um, we need your content. We need your questions, your topics, yeah. anything that you would like Armin and I to discuss or answer a question for please contest uh, us with the qr codes above our heads you can comment on youtube or you can email at support at nspnutrition.com and armin another great show man thanks so much hope everybody got some takeaways on it (laughs) i'm sure they will and you can join us again here next week for a brand new episode of the nsp nutrition show